0: Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Joe, happy birthday to you. Hi everybody, my name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Welcome to this week's episode. In that introduction, you heard me singing Happy Birthday very poorly, and that's because I'm going to be talking about the Happy Birthday song today in this episode. I'll tell you who wrote it and a little story behind what's happened in recent years with that song. In any case, we'll discuss the expression piece of cake, as well as uh, go through a few pronunciation exercises, so stay tuned. Let's go ahead and start with a joke. Why did the birthday cake go to the doctor? Any ideas? Because he was feeling crummy. (laughs) Alright. Um, so when you feel crummy, it means that you feel bad, right? When I say I'm having a crummy day, it means that I'm having a bad day. What makes this joke funny is that crummy also means there are crumbs. Crumbs are small pieces of bread, crackers, or cake. When you take a bite of a piece of cake, you might leave some crumbs on your plate, those little tiny pieces that are left over. So once again, why did the birthday cake go to the doctor? Because he was feeling crummy. (laughs) All right, so on to the expression. Today we're going to be talking about the expression piece of cake. Something that is a piece of cake is easy. Basic math like addition or subtraction to me is a piece of cake. In other words, it's easy. The expression piece of cake is synonymous with the expressions easy as pie and it's a cakewalk. And there are quite a few theories about the origin of the expression, so I'll just share the one that sounds most probable to me. Uh, Some say that a piece of cake and it's a cakewalk have the same origin, right? The cakewalk itself. A cakewalk is actually a game played at carnivals or at fairs where participants walk around a numbered circle. Music plays, and as you walk, you're instructed to you know, run, hop, skip, jump, all of the above, right? And you're doing this around the circle. When the music stops, you stop on a number. A number is then pulled out of a hat, and whoever is standing on that winning number wins a cake. It's super easy. It takes absolutely no skill to win a cake because it's a game of luck, right? So winning a cake is a piece of cake. In other words, it's easy. So let's go through the definition of each individual word. A, A is an indefinite article. Piece, piece is a part of something, right? A piece of pizza is one slice of an entire pizza. A piece of cake is one slice of a full cake, of is a preposition, and cake is a sweet baked food made from a mixture of sugar, flour, and other ingredients. In some countries, they eat cake for breakfast. Uh, However, in the U.S., cake is considered a dessert. So once again, the definition for it's a piece of cake means it's easy. Let's go through some examples so that you get a hang of how to use this in everyday situations. Example number one. Two weeks ago, I went to my aunt's house and she made an egg casserole that was unreal. It was so good and I spent about 10 minutes ranting and raving about it. She told me, you know, it's really a piece of cake. I'll give you the recipe. In other words, it's really easy to make. I'll give you the recipe. Example number two. A few years ago, my dear friend Heike from Germany took me on a hike. And uh, kind of funny, her name is Heike, and she loves hiking. In any case, before we started, she told me the hike would be a piece of cake, that the hike would be easy. Two hours later, we were scaling cliffs, climbing through bushes and trees, and it wasn't a piece of cake at all. It was actually very difficult. Example number three. So before having a baby, my husband thought changing a diaper would be difficult. But after I had the baby, uh, he learned that it was a piece of cake. In other words, it's very easy. All right. So let's go through uh, some pronunciation exercises. We'll use the sentence. That's a piece of cake. Repeat after me. That's. That's a. That's a piece. That's a piece of. That's a piece of cake. That's a piece of cake. Right? You might also hear people say, "That's a pizza." That's a pizza. That's a piece of cake. Right? Of is reduced to a. And we connect those words very nicely with the stress on that's, piece, and cake. Right? And the conjugation, repeat after me. I think it's a piece of cake. You think it's a piece of cake. He thinks it's a piece of cake. She thinks it's a piece of cake we think it's a piece of cake they think it's a piece of cake it's a piece of cake right on to the topic of the day so you probably all know the song happy birthday according to wikipedia it was mentioned in the guinness book of world records as the most recognized song in English in 1998. And I guarantee it's probably still the most recognized song in English. So as of 2010, it had been translated into at least 18 languages. Some countries kept the tune and altered the lyrics. There's absolutely no doubt about its popularity, but where did this song come from? Legend has it that Mildred and Patty Hill Sisters from Louisiana wrote the happy birthday tune for their elementary school students. It didn't originally contain the lyrics of happy birthday, but actually good morning to all. It went like this. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear children. Good morning to all. All right, and I'll have my husband edit my voice. <laughs> um, apparently, they thought it was a pretty catchy song. And so did the kids in their classroom. The lyrics were short and easy to remember. And as time passed, the song's lyrics were altered to fit a variety of different occasions and eventually morphed into the birthday song that we know today. The first written music sheet with Happy Birthday was written in 1893. The first recorded text of Happy Birthday was documented in 1912. However, it still remains unclear... Who changed the lyrics from good morning to all to happy birthday to you? And when exactly those lyrics were changed? It seems like the end of the story, right? But no, listen to this. So years later, in 1935, a publisher called Sumiko registered the song under a copyright with two different authors, Preston Orwin and R.R. Forman. When Warner Chapel Music bought the Birch Tree Group in 1988, for $25 million, they also acquired SumiCo and all of the registered songs they had, including the Happy Birthday song. At the time, the Happy Birthday song was valued at $5 million. And so everything seemed fine and dandy. Warner Chapel claimed the Happy Birthday song was under copyright until 2030. And every time Happy Birthday was sung in productions, TV shows, movies, they collected royalties. Royalties on the song were earning them up to $2 million per year, up until 2016, that is. So seems like a pretty sweet deal, right? That's when the shit hit the fan. Excuse my language, but uh, when I say shit hit the fan, I mean to say the situation got really bad really quickly, particularly for Warner Chapel. So Jennifer Nilsen, who is a documentarian, wanted to make a documentary on the original Happy Birthday song, Good Morning to All. And she was asked by Warner to pay $1,500 for the licensing fee, according to Hollywood Reporter. So she then discovered later on that Warner and Chapel had no right to the copyright on Happy Birthday. So she sued them. Secondly, it also didn't make sense that the song was under copyright at all. Under U.S. copyright law, a copyright expires 70 years after the author's death. In terms of music, anything composed after January 1st, 1924, is considered public domain. In other words, it can be used by the public. So in June 2016, a federal judge with the last name King Decided that Summico had rightfully owned the arrangements and the song melody, but never the lyrics. Meaning that Warner Chapel never had the right to it either. Happy birthday was in the public domain. So what does that mean for you? <laughs> you can sing happy birthday on TV or in public without paying royalties right? You don't need to pay $700 or whatever they charged in the past in order to sing publicly. The lawsuit didn't go so well for Warner and Chapel. They needed to pay $14 million for the settlement. Their estimated total gain on happy birthday over the years has been $50 million on licensing fees. So they didn't lose. <laughs> they didn't lose it all. And the Hill Foundation, which was an organization set up by the relatives of Mildred and Patty, stopped receiving royalties, which had been given to him for the 20 years preceding this change. It's kind of a crazy story, right? Hope you enjoyed, and until next time, bye. I'd like to give a shout-out to a few of the individuals who left comments on iTunes. First of all, Douglas Cunha, thank you. (laughs) Marcus Borges, Elizabeth, um, I'm not sure what your last name is, Elizabeth, (laughs) Uh, John, and Paolo. Thank you. (laughs) If anyone else wants to leave a comment on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon. Happy birthday to you. You live in a zoo. You look like a monkey and you smell like one too. Ah.